Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, good morning. What's happening? Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the great state of Mississippi. A um, little bit different show today. It was, a, it was a meltdown Wednesday. Today's Thursday, Blake. Golly. Thank I you. Missed, I missed a day this week. That's what happened. Because I was carrying it. Uh, that's not accurate. Oh, man. But that was a good one. Something happened on either Monday or Tuesday, and I, I missed a day. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to be able to recover today and, and tomorrow. Uh, but it was a meltdown Wednesday it was. on the Out of Bounds show. Today is a lot lighter and a little, the uh, the seas are calmer, okay? Uh, we are the Out of Bounds show. Uh, any of our sports injury discussions are brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center, MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Uh, our SEC insider hit this morning as we're about to drop some Tanner Allen Audio, uh, National Player of the Year, National Champion at Mississippi State. He stopped by after the show yesterday. Uh, Our SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. It is also brought to you by our friends at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Lake Harbor uh, in Ridgeland. And the fact that uh, there's a tap takeover today from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it is... Brought to you by Fertile Ground Brewery in Bellhaven. And their tap room in Bellhaven is amazing, but they're going to take over the taps at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. And Matt Jeffries, Matty J, one of the owners, will join us live in studio at 930 to tell us more about what all they're doing. But here are the beers that will be on tap tonight at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. You'll by Fertile Ground. You'll have contours of light cherry sour. You will have the Fertile Ground Pilsner. You will have the uh, Mismo Mexican Lager, which is excellent. And you'll also have the Forgotten Space IPA, which is a market launch. And Bulldog Burger will be one of the first people to have the Forgotten Space IPA in the market outside of the Fertile Ground Tap Room, which is in Bellhaven. Um, so there you go. Oh, they're going to have stickers, glassware shirts, and uh, they're, they'll be doing a growler raffle that night, tonight, too, where the winner gets a 64-ounce growler of Fertile Ground beer of their choice. And in second and third place get a 32-ounce growler of their choice. So uh, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Lake Harbor, 5 to 8, Tonight, fertile ground tap takeover. Boom. It ain't bragging if you can back it up. That's pretty awesome. Excited about that. Also excited that I didn't know anything about the uh, uh, nine dogs, nine innings. It's called the nine dog challenge where you eat nine hot dogs in nine innings. Can you imagine the gas? And uh, Should we do that? Should we go to a game? Like an Embraves game? Oh, yeah, anywhere. And... Uh, in Braves, State, Ole Miss, Southern, when they come in town, however we want to do it. Okay. And do a, we'll do a, instead of just doing the nine dog challenge, we'll do a who can eat the most dogs challenge. Between me and you? And yeah, and maybe a couple of listeners. We'll okay. give away oh, some, yeah, give yeah. Away some, some tickets. Some yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we I'm can have fun. Bail with that. Out come on, man. Early, but I'll be there to. What's the best thing? To participate 
and to observe. What's the one thing you'd be willing to try to eat the most of? Wings. Okay. I like, I love wings. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like wings for like 35 Which is hilarious. Years hilarious. Because kids love chicken. So that's kind of like yeah, a surprise. I, I know that's weird. I mean, I didn't like wings. Yeah. Uh, they weren't that awesome when I was growing up. Well, it's pretty Today much it is was, different. I mean, you don't have. Yeah. What two brothers and Sal and Mookie's and all these places are doing with wings is just different than what was going on, uh, you know, 30 years ago. And so, yeah, I could eat, I could eat a bunch of wings. Um, I'm trying to think what else I eat at a ball game. What do I eat at a ball you game? You know what? I, well, I know this isn't ball game food, but what I'd be willing to eat as much of as I could is sushi rolls. They had some uh, ribeye poppers in the left field lounge several times last year, and I hammered several of those. Yeah. Those uh, I would eat as many as I could. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those were excellent. It'd be up in the 50 range. Ribeye poppers are amazing. Also, I think somebody had some deer poppers. That's, um, that's maybe smart. Maybe deer tenderloin. That's smart. Uh, so I, I got to feast on the Last year was more of a lounge year for me. <laughs> and Chris Lamonis. Because... Mississippi State wasn't interesting to watch. So like I told you earlier, no, I told you this yesterday. There were times where I was up there where I had no idea what inning yeah, it was. Just checked out. Who was on the mound or what the score was. I was just visiting with friends. Yeah. Whereas the the you know, the ten years prior to that, I was usually in the uh stadium part, the chairbacks, yeah, and watching the game. Locked in. Yeah. Of course yeah. now I also have a kid who will watch several innings with me. And that's that's kind of cool, too. For our listeners, there's a guy named Brooks Bryant who, not Brooks Bryant, who played outfield for Mississippi State, 97-98 College World Series teams. This guy's name is Brooks Bryant with a T. And he did the nine-dog challenge, nine hot dogs in nine innings last night and did video. Yes, well, you have to prove it. You can't. You How many can't views? Stand does, there. It's got eight, eight, seven thousand views. So this guy is becoming somewhat of a social media celebrity sensation in a in a small way. No, it's actually, it, but it says seven thousand views, but twenty seven thousand eight hundred something over interactions. Here. Yeah, interaction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So there we go. Uh, our Twitter feed at Bowbounds. And also, I am told that breakfast this morning is going to be uh, brought to you by Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Glugstadt. Speaking of amazing food, Ooh. I still have to have the ribs. I've had several things on the menu, but they they mess with you as far as the ribs on Instagram at Fleetway Market. But uh, our intern, who we've fired like 14 times, uh, Blake has told me that intern Will is going to Fleetway Market in Glugstadt and the Market yeah. Cafe this morning to get us breakfast sandwiches. There's a lot on the line here. Okay. You know, Brooks Bryant brought the brought the dog yesterday by eating nine dogs in nine innings. He walked the dog. Um, I'm sure there were no, old Miss. Dakota Jordan did that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Around the block twice before that ball landed. Um, I'm sure Ole Miss fans, Southern Miss fans, have, have done their fair share of, of bringing the heat, whether it was uh, for a baseball game, football game. Heck, Southern Miss basketball right now. Their, their fan base is locked in. Yeah, Will's got to have a, you know, he's got to have a Jake Mangum, Tim Elko performance right here 
you know, torn ACL, step up. There's no you. excuses. Okay. It's it's put up or shut up, you know. Okay, so we gotta get it done. Right. This is this is where the rubber is meets the road. Is this crunch time? It absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. This this separates the dudes from the pretenders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Contenders from pretenders. Absolutely. All right. There's no doubt. So breakfast this morning at some point is going to be brought to you by Fleetway Market yeah. or Will's getting fired. Market Cafe yeah. or Will can just <laughs> turn around. Got it. All right. Let's drop some Tanner Allen audio. Uh, Tanner Allen was the National Player of the Year and a national champion at Mississippi State in 2021. Uh, he's, you know. Joined us in studio last year. That was fun. And he dropped by uh, yesterday. He's got a lot going on. And he reports to the Miami Marlins camp on March 3rd. Did I get that right? Good grief. I'm on fire today. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our audio today is brought to you by Fleetway Market and Glugstad in the Market Cafe. This is Tanner Allen talking about adversity. Yeah, man. So it's neat. So, so actually, a part of my course is a little bit about it. Is I got one section that is, if you're having trouble with you know breaking balls, I got like a five or six minute video of just how to get better at it. You know what I mean? What I do, and because uh, man, I don't care who you are, you've always someone's always struggled with something in baseball. You know, even the greatest of the great, they always struggled. And I talk about that a lot yeah. in my course as well. And people don't realize how much failure goes into baseball. And I'm trying to, you know, help these kids understand. Hey. I was, I'm one of the best, you know, in college baseball at hitting a baseball, even, you know, professional baseball too. I still believe I'm one of the best, but, and I struggle all the time. Like last year, man, I know I hit a baseball, but it was just not a good year for me. It was struggle. I was struggling, you know, and uh, you got to find ways to get through that. And I I share, you know, there's a segment on my video of encouragement of, Hey, look, if you succeed three out of 10 times, man, you're an all-star and all American, you know what I mean? So you got to learn to deal with those other seven times. Well, all right, let's talk about that. Mississippi State struggling a little bit, and you know what it means. You had you were even though y'all were insanely successful, you were on some teams that at times struggled. So all the time, you know, and you just like you you and Mangum have told us. I mean, you got to you just got to stay in the saddle, and you got so so walk. What's it like to be struggling and have to pull yourself out of that, TA? Uh, there's always, you know, there's always two voices in your head. You know, there's one voice that says, oh, I can do this. And the other voice that says, I probably, I, I don't think I can do this. You know what I mean? You kind of question yourself, but it all falls back onto your preparation, man. Like for us at Mississippi State, you know, when we were really successful. I felt like every time we stepped on the field, we were prepared. We were ready to go. You know, now they're struggling. They struggled last year. They're struggling this year. I just believe that they got some new guys who have not, you know, Played in the dude under the lights with all the people there. New stage, you know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna have to grow up. So and believe me, Jake Mangum, Elijah McNamee, Hunter Stovall, Rowdy, we all went through those growing pains. So I think they're gonna be fine, man. And and like I said, you're gonna learn to deal with failure because it's gonna happen. This game, I can guarantee you one thing in this game: you were gonna fail. That was Tanner Allen. He stopped by yesterday on the Out of Bounds show. For those of you wondering where you can get his online hitting course, um, one of the best hitters to come through this state. We've had a bunch of them come through the uh, five, six, seven schools you know that play college baseball. Uh, TannerAllenBaseball.com. So it's a he couldn't he had so many requests, I guess from kids slash dads to work with them in the off season. He couldn't get to everybody, so he got up with this uh, professional uh, videographer, whatever, 
and and they put together. I mean, it was. He told us how many hours he spent. And y'all know what a sweet swing he has and how well he played at Mississippi State. Played from day one. And y'all know how hard it is to play in the SEC. And he was National Player of the Year and a national champion. So TannerAllenBaseball.com. If you want to jump on and buy it for your, your son or, or daughter or whatever. Um, TannerAllenBaseball.com. And he'll be reporting to the Miami Marlins March 3rd. He'll be joining Jake Mangum down there. For a little spring training. Hello. Yeah, Mangum is now with the Marlins, too. So, there we go. Blake, uh, he talked about adversity. He also talked in this in the interview about Jake Gotro jumping his you-know-what. Oh. Even after his he had been a freshman All-American. And his sophomore year, he basically said he maybe wasn't as locked in as he should have been. And Jake Gotro let him know that it was time for him to get locked in. So, uh, I thought that was a, a fun part of the interview, too, for him to share, hey, just because I was a starter early and a freshman All-American, Gotro threw the gauntlet down. Which I think is incredible. I mean, I think that, that that's the thing they don't have this year. They haven't had somebody respond to that gauntlet throwdown. Yeah. That's going to be the catch. They're going to have to have somebody this year respond to that well so yesterday uh gerangelo sanjay was phenomenal so they had back-to-back phenomenal freshman pitching performances even though they didn't win both games bradley lofton was was really really good on tuesday uh sanjay was was really good yesterday and then the added piece of the puzzle is he's a twitter sensation because he's amphibious (laughs) slash uh, ambidextrous. And so uh, the fact that Sinjay could throw 58 from the right side, 17 from the left side, mow people down, have, you know, really good stats, a lot of swing and miss, throw strikes, blah, 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 got people all excited. Now people on our agup.com text line are trying to guess when both of them or one slash both. I don't know if there's room for both, but there may be. Uh, will be in the starting rotation. People are throwing out different dates as to when these two freshmen could be part of the weekend rotation. Could this be a situation, though, where, and boy, we'll get to see what Mike Bianco early is going to do because he's now in the same spot of where you're going to have to kind of figure out your weekend game plan without Hunter Elliott. Mississippi State doesn't even have, you know, they didn't come into the season with a Hunter Elliott. So maybe this is a position where Gerangelo Sanjay or Bradley Lofton are long-inning relievers. Does that make sense? Like one comes in in the third or fourth inning and goes till the seventh, right? And you're getting a quote-unquote start distance out of them without being a starter. I mean, they're going to have to play meaningful roles if you're going to want to win games. And Mike Bianco is going to have to find the same thing if Hunter Elliott's out extended past one weekend. Guys who can come in and eat up innings. Because both these offenses look like they could be nasty. Do you go combo Lofton and Gerangelo on Friday? Oh, so you're moving Cade Smith off Friday already. I think Cade Smith needs to be moved off Friday. I think your best shot to to get all the juice you want out of Cade Smith is for Cade Smith to throw on Saturday. Hmm. Do you think Chris Lamonis and company feel that way? Uh, I don't. 
I, I would probably, if I had to guess, I haven't talked to him, obviously, about this. I, mean, I could text him, I guess, during the break, and he'd probably think I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> hey, Coach, I was just thinking Blake and I were on the show today, and um, here were some of our thoughts. Are you are you considering going with Lofton and Gerangelo as a combo piece and then maybe another guy or two on the backside of Friday night, moving Cade Smith to Saturday and Gartman Sunday. And Gartman yeah. on uh, Sunday. Your thoughts. Well, we'll hang, uh, I'll stop texting and listen. Should we put Bianco and Lamonis in a chat together with us and then let's just kind of bounce some ideas that off everybody? Be, that would be phenomenal. Hey, guys, we just wanted to see which one of you is feeling better about your weekend rotation now that Hunter Elliott's out and Mississippi State doesn't, you know, ha- their best two pitchers are freshmen with no experience. Right, right. Yikes. Are they? What's, are they their best two pitchers? Are they not? I don't know. It's a, I think it is a good question. Okay, they're they're most talented. It doesn't mean they'll be the most consistent week in and week out. Fair enough. They're, tell me, tell me who's more talented on the mound than Lofton and Sanjay uh, in Starville. Maybe Aaron Nixon, but it's a totally different thing. It's it, a one inning guy. You're right. You're right. The the transfer from Texas. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All he's right. he's a max effort. You know, thirty five pitch guy at most. Not a. I mean, dude. Both are both the freshmen went. What, 70, 80 pitches? Somebody mentioned Will Gibbs from Jackson Prep. Uh, he pitched last night and, and and mowed some people down. It was late. The game was already in hand, but he still played. Three, well. three humped camel. As a prep guy, we love seeing prep guys do that. Jake, I mean, best best player in the history of the state's prep guy. So, I mean, wow. do with that what you will. Is he? Do with that what you will. Okay. Do with that what you will. All right. Um, Let me write that down that you said that. Three humped camel. February um, 23rd. Three humped camel says, I'm glad you guys have all the answers. I appreciate someone noticing that we have all the answers. There's no question. Sometimes, you know, we feel, I feel neglected. I don't feel like people recognize our, our smartness. And so I appreciate three humped camel. All you have to do is go to Apple podcast and search out of bounds with bow bounds. And that's where the magic is. That is, that is true. Okay. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by Spring Street Cigars in Startville, Kosciuszko, Oxford, Tupelo, DeSoto County. All the Spring Street Cigars have lounges where not only can you, I mean, they all have humidors where you can buy a cigar, but you can also smoke a cigar there. And the one downtown in Startville, they went in where uh, Mugshots was forever, and it's it, you know it's an old two story building with a ton of character and all these wood beams, brick and it's just really cool. Hardwood floors are beautiful, and uh, it's one of the nice la- nicest lounges in the country. So Spring Street Cigars for for game day, you know, get you some Two Brothers wings and some S- Spring Street cigars. Now, Blake, let's switch gears to uh, uh, football here for the next couple minutes, please. You're Tell me what you told me earlier about how much or how little the Dallas Cowboys have spent compared to teams like, I don't want to go through everybody, but like the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the teams that they think they're involved in, right? Right. The teams that they're supposed to be, quote-unquote, like equal to and beating. They've lost to the 49ers in back-to-back years in the playoffs. Yeehaw. And, you know, the Eagles got to the Super Bowl. So please tell me how much the Dallas Cowboys have spent and how much the Eagles and 49ers have spent. Yeah, so the Cowboys in 2021 and 2022 were the cheapest team in the NFL. They spent the least amount of money in the entire league, $285 million on players in 2021 and 2022. Okay. Um, that 285 was not only the lowest in the league, 
Okay. But it was ten million lower than the Falcons, who were second lowest at two ninety five. <laughs> so so that's who you're swimming with, Jerry. Okay. Is, it's Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and right. then the Atlanta Falcons. All right. And then no other team was below three hundred and twenty million. So that means out of ju- besides the Falcons, you were forty million dollars cheaper than the next cheapest team in the league. Wow. So forty million dollars cheaper than the next cheapest team in the league outside the Falcons. Okay. Teams that you want to compete with, like right. you just said. The uh, the Eagles finished at or 49ers spent four hundred and fifty three million in that same period. So the 49ers spent four hundred and fifty three million. Yep. Four fifty three. And the Cowboys spent two hundred and eighty five during that time. Yep. So seventy million dollar difference right there. Or excuse me, one hundred seventy million dollar difference. Like, yeah. Good lord! You, you said you went to prep. Uh, yeah. And you made good grades. What's I did. Going on? I did. That was a long time ago. Okay. Um, the 49ers spent four hundred fifty-three million. The Eagles spent three hundred and ninety-nine million. Okay. Three hundred and ninety-nine. So million. let's just go one hundred and fifteen million. Yep. More. Okay. Yep. All exactly. Right. How about that? Uh, that team that won the uh, Lombardi, right? The Chiefs, <laughs> right? They they were pretty good, right? <laughs> right. Uh, the Chiefs spent four hundred and five million. Okay, so one hundred and twenty million more than the Cowboys did. Uh, well, look, let's let's take a team that's not even that good, but still is trying to do more. The Giants. Okay, they spent three hundred ninety nine million. Okay, so they're they're still above them. Um, other teams in the NFC that you, I guess, think you're going to beat, so to speak. Um, how about the Buccaneers? Buccaneers spent a whopping four hundred and seventy-seven million dollars. Four seventy-seven. That's right. Okay. Four hundred and seventy-seven million. Your own t- uh, rival in your division, the Commanders, who yeah. again aren't very good, spent four hundred and twenty-six million. Wow. So it works for some teams. The Eagles and 49ers. Yeah. Chiefs. And Kansas City, yeah, of course, have been winning and winning big. Uh, the Giants had an unbelievable turnaround this past year with Brian Dayball. The New York football Giants had a really, I mean, they had a good team. Um, they've got a couple of different things they need to do, but but they they had a good year. And that was that was one of the best turnarounds in the NFL. Yeah. All right. Can so I give you Cowboys the Cowboys at $285 million, And then the Eagles at $400 million, 49ers, $453 million. Kansas City, $405 million. Yeah, can I give you the highest spending team in the league? Can you guess who spent the most money over the last two seasons? Can you give me a hint? They didn't win. In fact, they're, they, they signed someone who everyone said, I can't believe you gave them all that money. Who? Deshaun Watson. The oh, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, 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 yeah. NFL Chucks, Cleveland Browns spent a whopping $515 million. $515 million. Over the last two seasons to not even sniff the AFC Championship Wow. Game. So it worked for the Eagles, 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs, and Giants. And as Blake said, it did not work for Washington or the Browns. Okay. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center in Bellhaven Fortification, Lakeland Drive, Flowood, MississippiSportsMedicine.com. There is a full Fertile Round Brewery Tap Takeover tonight at Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, 5 to 8. Kevin Barbet, MSU OC at 830. 